Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady Geek Society Podcast. I'm Gisana. And I'm Jenna. And we're not necessarily here to talk about romance this time, but we are. It's subtly in this story. It's romance. I mean, we're here to talk about uh, Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom, Six of Crows specifically right now, but we're here to talk about the ships. Yes, and they are glorious. They are glorious. So, so. <laughs> what do you want to start off with? Let's, well, okay. Let's start off with the ones that are blossoming and then, because this is going to be real, there's going to be spoilers. Um, we won't yes, get plot heavy, but there will be spoilers. Um, so, plot wise, too, though, the book is fantastic. Everyone yeah. should read it. But we are a romance podcast, so. You know, so shit. with a romance podcast, there is a death that typically is not in romance podcast, but we'll address that yes. in the next episode where said death actually happens. Um, so should we just start in alphabetical order? Who would be like the first? I'm trying to do the alphabet in my head. Would it be Jasper or Inej? H-I-J-K. I. So it would be an Ash. It would be an Ash. But I feel like yeah. if we start with Kaz and an Ash, we'll be here for a very long time. Um, okay, we could. This it's is fine. tough. We should just it's flip fine. a coin. We'll talk about them last, and then as <laughs> so, the next alphabetical is Jesper. Yes, Jesper. Oh, Jesper, our favorite sharpshooter, sweet baby angel. Um, I love him so much. I do too. So uh, we'll also be talking about Shadow and Bone the series. I feel like it's inevitable too. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. cross. Um, so we don't have a face to Wylan, which is tragic. It is. Uh, I can't wait to see who they cast. I know. Well. I can't because I can't picture somebody. I'm like trying to picture somebody for him. But I did. I I texted you. I had said the guy that they cast to have um the stable hand. What was his name? Dima, I think. He he's kind of how I pictured Wylan with like the scrawniness, <laughs> except he wasn't a redhead. But yeah, I don't know why I always pictured Wylan as like kind of short too, yeah. redhead and like short. I don't know and scrawny and it was well, a little Wylan. <laughs> whoever they cast will likely be shorter because Kit Young is fairly tall. He's very tall, and he is literally the perfect Jesper. Oh my god, uh, yeah. Yeah, I just ev. We both hate guns, yeah. But it's like literally everything he does is just so fascinating. I could sit there and watch him do whatever he wants to do. It really is. He did such a good job on like becoming a gunslinger. I can't yeah. imagine. I feel like I would end up hitting myself in the face. And the guns were actually really heavy from every interview that he talks about. Yeah. They- heavy and they weren't just like little itty bitty props <laughs> um but so jesper jesper does not have a love story on the show at the moment but there mm-hmm. is somebody coming a certain wyland van Eck, um birchling who doesn't have his face a lot you know what's so funny a lot of my jesper and wyland scenes that i really love are scenes from fan fiction 
And so I've gotten to that point where I was like, wait a second, what scene actually happens with them in canon? And what have I read in fan fiction? So if someone asks, I'm going to be like, well, there's that one scene when they do that thing. They're going to look at me like I'm insane because that's from a fic and not from the canon books. Um, so not much really happens with him, essentially, in this book in terms of a ship. No, we get to see, like, the blossoming friendship and more with, like, flirty Jesper and Uh Wylan just being completely, like, red in the face. (laughs) We get confirmation of him being bisexual as well. Yeah. So I just, but he's, Wylan is mainly Kuwait here, isn't he? No, he's no, not. There's some... more. Yeah, it's not until no. the end. Yeah. So we do get some adorable stuff with them. And when they're like, they're together in the ice court, they're teamed up together. And like, that's funny. Isn't it? No, Matthias isn't. He's in the. That's yeah. what I want to know. Like, how are they actually going to give us the ice court? Or are we going to get some other big grand mission? Yes, I was wondering that as well. I'm very curious. I'll be okay, really, with whatever they give us so long as we get certain scenes from the Mm -hmm. book and everyone stays true to the characters, which it seems like they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Because there is also that mention of him saying, like, when are we going to get an explosives guy to cast? Yes, yes. And I like Yes, and he's the one that says that, too. I'm just like, oh, Jasper, you don't know who you're asking for yet. Just you wait. Um, But, yeah. So, they're... See, I wanted to talk about another scene, but again, that's in Crooked Kingdom, so never mind. Um, I we'll definitely have way more to talk about with them in the second book. Yeah. Because also, this one, we don't get anything from Wyland's point of view, which had confused me at first. That's when I was like, funny. yeah, I was looking through the chapters on Audible. I'm like, where's Wyland? I'm like, that's weird. So when I saw that he was, he does have chapters in Crooked Kingdom, I was like, yes, okay, good. I want to get into his head because I love oh him, too. Oh, my God, you're right. We are not in Wyland's head at all in this book. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. For a uh, minute, it made me scared because I'm like, is he, like, not a big part of the group then, you know? I mean, I, I, I the only reason I knew is because I was spoiled that, like, that's his endgame ship, so. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't. I don't, it didn't even click that he's not, he doesn't have a point of view in the book. Yeah, because I kept going, like, searching the chapters for certain things, because you kept telling me, oh, wait until you get to this chapter or that chapter. So I, like, kept looking. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wyland, good stuff. They're so cute. I love them so much. They are, like I said, I, they, I need to make sure for next week that if we talk favorite scenes, I don't actually talk about scenes from fan fiction. <laughs> I hope, like, I really just want to reread the books. And, you know, yeah. as soon as that's going to happen, very soon, yeah. actually. Very, very soon. I'm very excited because it's so good. And it's, like, I feel like being the first book I had read in the Grishaverse, it was a little hard to um, figure out what everything was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, like, it, it's kind of written in a way where it's almost, like, you're expected to know all the terminology already. Mm-hmm. Um so it, like, took me a little bit to, like, catch on to everything. But I'm just, like, it's okay, like, trying to file everything away. So it's going to be nice going back into it now, knowing exactly what everything is and having fresh eyes. I mean, there's still stuff I don't remember. 
but <laughs> no, it happens. It does. Um, you go through it so fast, so it's like you know. Well, then speaking of the Grisha, oh, and you know Jesper being. Do we get any bits of Jesper being a fabricator in this? Like, it's not. Yes, yes we do we do yeah. get the confirmation that he is because mm-hmm. he takes the uh, stuff out of Inez's feet? That oh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, uh, yeah. So Nina and Matthias. Yes, Nina and Matthias. Give us some enemies to lovers. Which I'm glad the show actually shows us the beginning. Yeah, so we I do get that. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't wait to see more of them with the actual book stuff. Because as cute yeah. as everything was in the show, it I don't know what was missing. I feel like maybe because they weren't, they were only in what, two episodes total? Three. I think three, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I think it is, too? Because it's, like, in the books, they are they do go from enemies to lovers-ish. You know, they don't Ish. get quite there. Yeah. Then they go back to enemies to lovers. Yeah. So it's, like, a double. And it's, like, you know, more of this story that we see for Six of Crows is that second part. And what mm-hmm. we see is all the flashbacks. So, like, I like that we do get to see yeah. that. And it's a great way to, like, set them up for next season. Um having so many people already like them so much. But yeah, yeah I, I do feel like, I feel like there's going to be more depth of their story the next one in the oh, next yeah. season. I hope so. Yeah. They, well, they have to, especially again, if we do go into more Six of Crows heavy plots with. Yeah. I wonder if they would almost do, because we know Shadow and Bone trilogy is not as loved as God. the Six of Crows duology. And King um, of Stars too. Yes, yes. Like, will they maybe change the plot of that more to fit the Six of Crows storyline? That's what I've said. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if the Darkling and Van Eck somehow were knew each other. Yeah. And they teamed up as the big bads. Yeah, and then, like, maybe Van Eck's looking for Alina as well and being like, Darkling, you give me this or whatever. Yeah. They have some kind of deal. I would be totally fine with that. 100% yeah, as long as... Fine with that. We're getting Hellgate Prison for sure. So we're going to have, you know, break him out. And hopefully we actually see that because I do like those scenes. Yes, me too. That like hurt. Like even though it was my first meeting of them because and it's like reading that already was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I think I shipped them already. And um, just like seeing how that played out was just so good. So good. So we're definitely getting Hellgate. There's no way we're not going to get that because, you know, Nina's on the same boat as the Crows. and Yeah, which I'm so excited to see yeah. her, like, be adopted into the trio. Mm-hmm. There is this has nothing to do with them, but I had just seen a meme that was like, or it was a tweet rather, and somebody was like, it was a picture of Nina on the boat, or the skiff rather, mm-hmm. it was a skiff or a boat. Um, she's like, why is this guy breathing so hard as an about Kaz? Like, accurate. I mean, yeah, she'll learn. She'll learn real quick. Yeah. Um, so, again, I think, well, she starts withdrawing by the end of Six of Crows, right? From the... A little bit, yeah. We I think we get to see a little bit of hurt comfort with them at the end, too. Because then they, they come around to each other. And it's so sweet. 
And uh, he up? promises to take care of her after she does the Jurda Param to save their butts. Wasn't that in... That wasn't in the beginning of Crooked Kingdom? There, I feel like there's way more in the beginning of Crooked Kingdom. But, like, he says, you know, like, I'll take care of you. Through it, like, he promises. He doesn't do the... He doesn't call her a little bird yet, right? The red bird? I don't remember that now. Hold on. I'm gonna find out, because that first moment was one of my favorite. Between them. And I should know what book it's in. He had, darn it! He does. By the end of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sweet. They're so... Nina, they're... little red bird, don't go. And oh. Yeah, see, I can't wait to see more of these scenes with them because I love angst, and with them, the angst... You? Do I? Oh. Uh but because the thing with enemies to lovers is when it first starts and it's very, there's a lot of banter, which I love, but I don't start getting shippy about them until it starts to like lead to like the angstier parts where it's not just banter, but there's that like longing. And for mm-hmm. them, that doesn't start to happen until the final scene basically because yeah. even by the ice they're 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 still very flirty yeah you know you're right because they're longing they it happens naturally that they like start to fall for each other mm-hmm. but the longing does it starts after yeah because it's like oh it, it does it, it just gets better yeah it really it starts just gets better. with when she starts withdrawing and all of those scenes are what really tug yeah yeah just like, oh, though, this scene where she thinks he left her in the that prison, in the ice court, though, I was like, ooh, I was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not okay. And then he came back, and I was like, oh, God, I'm still not okay. <laughs> I just, I love Matthias, and I can't wait to see him interact more with other characters. Yes. Because he hates everybody. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Which is a whole mood. He's... But... Yeah, oh, that scene just, it gets to me. It's so cute, little red bird. Bye. Like, seriously, think of a cuter nickname. No. no. I think they're the only, no. Merchling is canon, right? That's not only in fic. Yeah, Merchling's canon, but everyone calls him Merchling. I think Kaz started calling him Merchling. It was well, either Kaz him or Jasper. Him, so he's yeah, basically Kaz's son. True. Um. But yeah, the, I feel like the best stuff with Nina and Matthias is coming. Yeah. Although, I'm glad we got waffles really early on. Yes, that's so sweet. Even though that was yeah. ruined by Fedor. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Fedor. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I like, too, like, with Six of Crows, how I feel like so much of it is, like, leads up into the second one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's just... It's good. I really can't wait to reread it right now. I know. Same. And, I w- again, I was thinking about it, because I'm still... I just finished the second Shadow and Bone book, and I have absolutely no desire to read the third one. I Obviously, I'm going to, but I'm just sitting here like, meh. Whereas, when I finished Six of Crows, I was just like, Crooked Kingdom, now. I don't yeah, care I- about 
any of my plans. Nothing else is happening today. I'm reading this book. I, yeah, I started Crooked Kingdom as soon as I finished, but good luck with that. And it's just, really it's still so it's strange to me. No, Ruin Rising. Good luck. That it's the same universe. Especially because at least the show did a better job of yes. the Shadow and Bone arc. They really did. But still. <laughs> I just... They're bad. They're so bad. I I don't understand how it's the same author. I don't either. You know how, what? Growth. growth. Truly. And it's not even growth, growth where it's like, oh, well... You know, these Six of Crows books, they're decent, I guess. It's just, they're sensational. And then Shadow and Bone is not even close to being on the same level. You're just like, what was happening? Um, And all the characters are more fascinating. I don't care about any of the Shadow and Bone characters. With the exception of Nikolai. And every character that I care about, like Jenya and Mm -hmm. Zoya, I care about them because of the show, not the book. Yeah. Yeah, I only care about Nikolai from the books. And then otherwise, I'm like, "Mm," from all the other side characters until I watch the show. Um, But, like, I... And I was more interested in Zoya knowing things that are to come. Yeah. But even still in the book, I was like... Mm. Yeah, in the book, I was... I don't care. You know? And, like, even a little bit in the, the show, like, I like her. And I'm not saying I don't like her. But at the same time, it's just kind of, like, some of her attitude is, like, what what is this for? Yeah. You know? I'm like, why are we doing this? <laughs> it's, like, you know, like, kind of that catty girl stuff. Yeah, which I hate. That not, yeah. Especially adding the racial stuff with it when she is yeah. a woman of color as well. Why? Yeah, I don't. I don't like. But um, so do you want to talk about our favorite ship? <laughs> do you want to talk about our favorite ship? I think so. I like them enough. Mm, yeah. Kaz. Oh God. What? So what do you like about Kaz and Inej? <laughs> I feel like I've written so much. I that say, my where's perfect... your dissertation? Seriously. Um. It's not too late to change the topic, I don't think. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about them in the books first, in Six of Crows, or do we want to talk about them in the show? Book. book. Okay. Right, because I feel like what we were talking about this before, where it's like it's funny how the book takes place after the show. Mm-hmm. But as far as their relationship, in some ways, it's like it beyond the book. Right. But because not. It's still not. It's like so hard to explain. So I feel like then we should just address my villain origin story. Yes. Which please. is the fact that Shokaz is too soft. Anytime I read a critique like that, I... I I don't like what book were people reading I don't know maybe not the book where anytime there was a cash chapter his internal monologue was like an edge 
Inej isn't even in the picture, and he's like, I wonder what Inej is doing right now. Why? She's, bud, let it go. <laughs> you know, I get it. He calls her an investment in the book. Right. To push her away. And he is much more vocal in this show. But, like but you were saying. Not, it's not like he's on the show telling her he wants to actually bottle her laugh. No. But he's, th- that's the thing, though. Kaz is constantly thinking of these things. Yes. The man literally sits there and thinks about wanting to bottle her laugh. What kind of a hardened criminal has those kinds of thoughts? And how does that translate on scene, on scene, on screen? You know what I mean? No one's going to think that there's something there. Everyone's going to think that his brain is, you know, we can't get into these characters head the same way on screen as we can in a book. And also he could still potentially call her an investment. Granted. He did. He said, I only invest in the one of a kind. Yeah. This is true. It wasn't as harsh as in the book. It wasn't. Definitely but, not. But still, yeah. yeah. It was but there. the thing is, we're also... He he broke a man's hand with a... Like some kind of religious pole. I don't know. Candlestick? <laughs> a giant candle holder? He's not going to gouge anyone's eyes out just yet. Yeah. Like, this is... And then the man fought a bullcrow with, with a cane. Yeah. Just jumped in front of a mythical thing, completely feral, but he's too soft. Yeah, I saw people say stuff about when Pekka Rollins and his crew, like, gets him in his study. And I'm just like, what? It, like, how is he too soft then? I'm like... If he's ambushed by three people... And he's being held against his will when he has, he does not like being touched. And this is earlier than Six of Crows. What is your problem? Not only that, but it's like, again, there are still people that watch the show and have no idea that Kaz has any kind of aversion. Yeah, like the general audience, unless they're paying really close attention to like, why is this guy wearing gloves? Yeah. Oh, he hesitated a little before he took, you know, Helene's hand or to ensure that he didn't touch um, Alina when she was handing him the diamonds. Yeah. Or when, you know, the conductor touched him and he looked down. Like, people are not really noticing this the way that we are. Yeah. So how are people going to notice that this guy likes her? Yeah. Even that, until basically the end of the uh, season, people were like, wait, he likes her? Yeah, I had to tell people. No, I just stare at people when uh, for hours when I don't the like them. The insane eye contact is normal. I know, I had to tell people that she, they are going to be a thing, and they're like, what? Really? Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's still so subtle. Um but it needs to be amped up a little bit for TV. Otherwise, it's just, it's right. not going to work. We're n- we don't know what's going on in their heads. Which had to happen through words. Kaz had to actually use uh, his words. That's how that works. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we can't just, like, read what's in his head. Oh, wait, that's a book. <laughs> they can, you know, put in some clouds, air clouds. Yes. Yes, like instead of texting, when they pop it up on screen, it'll just be thought bubbles. <laughs> I just, and again, a, a, a soft, 
only a soft man would have such thoughts. Mm-hmm. There's also that sentence where he calls her lovely to, is it, to, it's not to Matthias, it is to Matthias. When Inej, isn't it when Inej is holding from Hellgate when he says like this lovely girl that, it's to Matthias, I'm not delusional. I don't remember now. I might have been listening to that chapter. Please hold. But yeah, the man has very, yes, it is to Matthias. The lovely girl freeing you is Inej, our thief of secrets and the best in the trade. Yeah, that that definitely screams hardened criminal murderer mastermind. Yes. Yes. Kaz is a monster, but he got motive. He does have motive. Oh, and that's another thing about the whole Pekka Rowland scene where it's like, it's Pekka Rowland mm-hmm. who is in front of his face. You don't think he's going to freeze and just be like, I want to kill you. I want to kill you. You know what I mean? But I can't kill like, you It right was now. the last thing he expected to see when he was expecting to see Inej. So it's like when people freak out about that scene too, I'm just that's like. That's another hmm. thing. Let's talk about that it, because I lose my mind about it at least three times a day. But it's like he's. Staring out into the window, his face is completely just, like, softened baby angel Mm -hmm. because he done fucked up. Mm -hmm. Then maybe you stay here. Yes. So you know he was thinking of what kind of an apology am I going to give that is going to be worth it. Yep. Oh, Casbrecker. And... So, naturally, he's not prepared for a fight. No. If he knew even, like, if this was Kaz just sitting in his office doing work, I feel like that would have been different if his headspace was not so clouded by, I need to make matters right with Inej. Yep. Then possibly we could have had a different ending. Absolutely. But he was entirely consumed with apologizing to Inej at that moment. Mm -hmm. And then he's faced with his... Menace, not menace. Yeah, and he still holds his own. Yeah. It's not like he starts apologizing and gets all, you know, I just. Yeah, no, it's not like he, you know, he. Yeah, I don't know. And that's the I thing. Just, it's like, people Kaz is smart because after that we get the scene of him, you know, noticing that the woman is counting the money differently. Yes, yes. And when people are like, they didn't show him being resourceful, I'm just. Were you just distracted by how great his hair looked in that scene? Because, yes, I was too. But... But, yeah, no, what? Clearly, his brain is on a different frequency trying to figure something out. And he does. That actually confuses... I have not seen that, and I'm glad this doesn't make any sense. I just... Freddie Carter had the hardest assignment. Yeah. And Freddie Carter not only understood said assignment, he showed how everybody else should understand the assignment. So I'm going to to sit down. Because I love Ben Barnes. I love everybody on this show. But I feel like Freddie and Amita did the best job of how little they could do. Yes. Because even with the Nej, I, I forgot who texted me, but they literally texted me and they were like, what, um, what has she gone through? And I was just like, 
does it need does it need to be spelled out like that a lot yeah yeah i just yeah and it's like i know i i think at one point well i was reading the books and i was like I wanted, like, what happened to her, like, with well, her backstory. Well, the second I was like, okay, she was at place where she was sold. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, terrible. Yeah, it's like, that's all you need to know. If someone's freaking and sold. Again, you know, even Kaz doesn't really know it. Yeah, he doesn't know the full extent of everything she went through. But I think that if he ever sat there and really thought about it, he might go burn down the menagerie himself. Yes, just like Which is Jesper what Jesper, said. yeah, clarifies that... He would kill her himself. Mm-hmm. And you good there? No. <laughs> right? I'm not. I mean, talk about a slow, angsty burn. And I think they that's are... why. Oh, is that why you like it? Because it's a slow, angsty burn? It's so really? angsty. Oh, my God. They have so much angst. Like, alone they have so much angst. And then together they have so much angst it's too good it's it's really it's good and then at the end of it all you just see that they do they care about each other and then like we're saying in the books we read it in his thoughts so much Mm -hmm. like and then what got me too like even it happening early in the books um when Inej gets stabbed Mm -hmm. and he carries her Mm -hmm. and it's like okay we're doing this (laughs) That, well, that's the thing with Kaz, that it's like, if he's the only one that could possibly help somebody... He'll do it, yeah. yeah. And also, I think, too, where it's, like, such high adrenaline, where he's mm-hmm. not even thinking. Yeah. He's not, like, his, it can't even get him until, like, he calms down, or, like, he gets to a place where, you know... Like, that scene. Ooh, oh, that I can't scene wait. with Jesper in the show. He pushes Jesper aside. Yeah, and you know what I think it's, too, when he prepares himself for something like that and if it's like quick I feel like it's not something like you know yeah. like he g- has gotten used to that but it's still I don't know it's it's interesting to see how they work it into everything like so cr- yeah I don't he know he also lets her hold his face for that, that really brief moment that's in six of crows right I'm god am I losing it again no I'm pretty sure that's in six of crows Wait, what? Where she says... Oh, wait, was that when they were in the carriage? I would die afraid, but can you say the same? I, would, I wouldn't I would be afraid if I died, but can you say the same? It's in chapter 28. Is Wait, what were they doing then? Why do I not remember that? Uh, where are they? Um, where he's telling her that, like, she should leave the barrel because she's too good for the barrel, and then... Um, oh, okay. She reached up and touched his cheek. Oh, is that when they're they're on the ship? I think so. Oh, okay. That scene. I forget where they actually are. But yeah. They hurt me a lot. They do. Because it's... Well, we'll get to that later. But it's just... And it's agency. That's another yes. thing. That it's like... There is a clear respect between both of them and what the other has been through. Yeah. How they could challenge one another to grow, but still not push them beyond what they are ready for. 
Yes. Which is where the armor scene kind of comes in. And I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about that scene. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've heard some people say that, like, they just, they get it, but they wish it were different. But I don't, I never took that scene as Inej forcing him to do anything he wasn't ready but she just made it clear that like I'm not going to take second best of you constantly being gloved and yeah I'd afraid to be with me what's the point of being together if we're not going to try conquering these demons I fully agree with that and also it's funny because I didn't even read it like in that way I read it as like He's still standoffish with her. He's mm-hmm. still closing her off to things. He's not telling her everything. Yeah. You know, emotionally. And I read it more as that, like, yes, the gloves, because they are a big symbol. Mm-hmm. But I felt it more, like, on the emotional level. Because mm-hmm. he's always has armor up, even yeah. with her. It's not until much later that we see it down. Right. Or, like, that he will tell her everything. So it's, mm-hmm. like, interesting. Which is yeah. why it's easy for her to believe the words later on that would he come for her? Yeah. Because yeah, vocally he he the man doesn't talk and then he 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 just says, I want and you're like, What do you want, bud? Use yeah, your words. So Let's go. It it makes perfect sense for her to say that to him. Mm-hmm. Especially if in the like they're not at that place yet. No. Where she could feel even semi confident in him just like even as like a friend I feel like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because I feel like this point he's still pushing so many people away even though he does care for them well even Jasper yeah even Jasper it's not until Crooked Kingdom that we see him really crack and admit and like just like have these slip-ups that he says these like we see it I can't even like speak now because I'm like (laughs) investments or part of his crew but they are his family they're his found family yeah and that's why this book series is so good because it's ultimately found family all of them mm-hmm. and i love that and which is why i can't wait till next season to actually see them together yes because being able to put their dynamics together on the show makes the books that much more because there are significant changes. Like, obviously, in the books, you know, he's still paying off the indenture, but she's right. not going back to yeah. Helene at all. But this way, she still has to go back. You know, she's not fully. And we don't. There's Wait, nothing well, about. In the show? Yeah. Well, in the show, they just have to go back and pay her, and she's free. Yeah. Yeah. I think but in I the mean, book, he's, she's still in, like, indentures to pair Haskell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which, he doesn't exist in the show, at least. Yeah. There weren't any signs of him. There was no signs of it, which I'm fine with. We don't need Pear Yeah. Like, honestly, eh. Rollins is enough. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the show, what he does is more... And again, she doesn't even know that. She still does not know what he's done. Because the second there was a... There's another meme on Tumblr, and it made me so happy because it's so accurate but where Inej is like why would Helene get the crow club and it's that gif of Ben running from Leslie when he's just like because and he just runs (laughs) yeah I got nothing and and that's why most of our ships are idiots Mm, they're I think all of them they're clown men 
who <laughs> overly dramatic, her. overly dramatic clown men, very dramatic, who do not know how to use their words. And oh, simple feelings. things like saying I love you is rocket science. I can't. Yeah, because I mean, and again, with the whole I like I want you without armor, Casbarker, he wants her like as far as she knows right now, he wants her as a partner. Still, he doesn't want to lose his partner. I'm, like, so confused on how people read it that way. But, you know, to each his own. I mean, he wants her to stay in Ketterdam, and he says, I want you. And it's just like, this poor girl, what is she? How? How do you want me? Yeah, like. just as confused as she is. But in the show, at least, you know, I feel like by the end, Inez should know to a degree that, like, okay, I'm I'm important to him. I agree. Yeah. They have a really great trust established with the knives. Oh my god. I think about that scene at least five times a day. I can't. Um, but you know, there's there's a very strong level of trust established between them. But I think that ending scene where he's just like, I need you is a really strong one for her to feel like, okay. Yeah, I I hope she has a better understanding of his feelings for I mean, her. Or I don't think like, she's going to get it completely. No, not because... completely. Absolutely. But like, I would hope a little bit more. And then maybe if they have like another fight and then that's where more yes. insecurities can come from. Yeah. Because we need, we need the, I would crawl to you scene. Yes. I, I need that. Her badly. So I need it to, for her to believe that like, because again, she could believe that he wants her as a partner. He needs her as a yeah. partner. And you know, she needs him, too, at the end of the mm-hmm. day. They both do, to a degree, need each other because they understand each other. There's a very clear level of understanding there. But I can't wait for that scene. Why are we talking about it? That's Crooked Kingdom. Sorry. Anyway. Um, Six of Crows. Yeah, Six of Crows. So it ends with, you know, the whole I'm going to get my money and going to get my girl, even though she can't belong to me. And you're just like. <laughs> and that's another thing. We're talking when people say that, like, oh, Kaz is too soft. I'm just like, would a monster think such things? Would he think I'm going to get my girl because I own her? I can't. I can't. Like, it takes clearly the monster and, like, the idea of him being a monster and dirty hands is all a front. You know what I mean? That is what he created to get through life as a barrel. And, yes, he is more cruel and... Um, but he doesn't, you know, he, he has this identity that he goes to and he has done terrible things, Right. but it doesn't mean he is not, has no soft bone in his body. But he kills for a cause too. Like he he doesn't doesn't really kill without any reason. No, I don't know. Do people think there's ever walks around murdering people for fun? I'm pretty sure there's not been a single murder from him that been for no reason. And if we're going to compare him to an actual monster on the show who basically commits genocide to an entire group of people by expanding the fold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y- you want to talk about soft and monstrosity? Yeah. Because he can talk. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like that's what differentiates him because he does have a lot of heart in the books. And if someone didn't have heart, he would not think that, oh, like, she's my girl, but, you know, I can't own her. Nobody yeah. can ever own her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Or, like, also, a ruthless monster isn't one there with Van Eck. And he's like, I'm yeah. going to kill 
everybody, and his eyes immediately and go to Inej. He slips. I'm sorry, monsters slip. What? Which also, oh God, the angst I know. in that scene. If we get that scene, just picturing it from what we have seen with them in first season and I'm how ready. in sync they are when they look at each other. The that, eye contact when she gets like taken away will destroy me. I'm not ready. No, but I am very ready. I need it. And that, that, if, if oh this. Oh God, if that's how the second season. That's what though, I was about to say. This is likely how the second season would probably end. If we go into the ice court. The second season is going to end with Inej being taken. Netflix needs to renew two and three together. So in case. Please, for it, the love of God. I can't. know we're set. I can't handle that. Or can it be like mid-season she's taken? No, it has to be the end of the no, season. No, it has to be the end. Because that is the ultimate cliffhanger. That is the ultimate, like, perfect cliffhanger. And he will crawl to her. You broke me. I, you started it. You had the same thought that I was having. So, yeah. It's your fault you said it first. <laughs> so Kaz Brecker is a very soft man indeed, deep down. And he and loves an edge, the that. That's, I mean, that's ultimately why, because we don't like villains. Like, we've never been the type to, like, like villains. I mean, I do appreciate the Darkling yes. as a villain. Yeah. I'm not sitting here going, oh, precious baby angel. Yeah, no. I'm nope. not about that. You're bad. Ed Barnes. Ben, ben Barnes is a different story. Yes. Darkling, Darkling is no. not. I think the only villains I like end up being good. Rudine, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Loki. But this ain't happening. No. Likely I, not happening. Yeah. I think but the, the villain. No, I still don't like Gaston. I hate Gaston. I no. love him as a villain, though. You know yeah. what I mean? I right. He's so entertaining. Do I right. stand him? Oh, hell no. Exactly. He's a gross, super macho man. No. Not exactly. But, no. Yeah. Never been so, you know, I like the characters that are morally gray and that they have something to ground their humanity and keep it at bay. And she is literally his anchor. I just, it's right there in the text. You can't make it up. No, just read it. He wanted to bottle her laugh. Like, I just think about that and... I, I would like to crawl into a corner and weep for a few hours. I feel like that is the ultimate thought that would be like any idea of Kaz being super hard and be like, no. Can no. you imagine if Pekka wrote, if he kept a diary or something and he wrote that in his diary and like Pekka found his diary, he'd be like, that's this, him. That's dirty hands. Bastard of the barrel. What? Excuse me. He would lose his reputation so quickly. Literally not be so basically he's always been soft Mm -hmm. goodbye um speaking of six of crows i was gonna say something else and now i forgot um canage involved probably they're always involved oh but i love can we just talk about her relationship with jesper for a second Mm. with on the show oh my god i love it so much so much it's so good so the, good. The three of them in this show are literally yeah. just so on point. Yeah. And I love their relationship so much. And I just like, 
clearly we love these books so much, but like seeing it unfold on mm-hmm. screen and taking it that extra step where we are like where Kaz is more vocal and there's almost like more development between mm-hmm. them. Not to say that there isn't in the books. It's just much slower, yeah. you know, um, where it makes me fall in love with them even more on the show. Yeah. And that's and it's not like, saying I don't fall in love with them in the books. Like clearly mm-hmm. not, but it's just. The idea also of like how Kaz looks out for people in different ways. And it's like with Jesper, when he keeps telling him to like guard the door, guard the door, do this, do that. Not yeah. because he wants to boss him around, but he wants him off the tables. Yeah. And again, these are things that people I feel like who haven't read the books don't really see. Mm-hmm. But once you start realizing that, wait a second, Jesper has an addiction. Yeah. And again, I feel like everything is so subtly done mm-hmm. that I think I'll be like, oh, he gambled his money away, huh, or whatever. But like, yeah. you know, laugh it off, not thinking, you'd be like, no, he has a problem. Yeah. And so. you see it later because of, you know, Kaz's reactions and yeah, with Inej, mm-hmm. which I wonder if we'll get that scene from the book. Wait, that's not Crooked Kingdom, is it? No, it's it's Six of Crows. But with Kaz and no, with Inej and Jasper. Wait. Mm-hmm. Well, with his with him accidentally spilling to, who does he accidentally talk about the mission to, or says it out loud somewhere? Oh, yes. Why Inej, yes. Kaz mm-hmm. has to carry her. Yeah. Because of the ambush. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like seeing that on screen is going to shatter my heart after oh, the heart to heart we get with. Jasper and Inej. Yeah. When she's stitching herself up. Yeah. You know what I'm really excited to see too? Speaking of friendships, um, Inej and Nina's friendship. Yeah. For sure. I love I'm them. Be so happy so to have another much. girl on the team. Oh my god. They're they're so cute. I love yeah. them. They just I'm just like oh. yeah. they're them as girlfriends is is just very much needed because there aren't a lot of female friendships yet that aren't yeah. tainted by something and theirs isn't tainted you know as much as we have Alina and Jenya there's still the secrecy between them mm-hmm. in the beginning so we don't really have female friendships and they're essentially the first that we see that isn't yeah. clouded by anything so yeah they're great <laughs> I love Seeing Matthias call Kaz a demon. Oh my god! I live for that. I and that's something the book does so well. Where it's just like the characters in yeah. this book and the way they go off each other. It's just yeah, literally Chef's kiss. Like it's yeah. too good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just everything. Yeah, the way that heists happen. Oh, I love the heists. The it's I, great. The, the Royal Archives heist. Oh, that was so good in the show. Boring. I was like, I do wish it was like a tiny bit longer. I know. But it was like, that was heist one, really. They yeah. had a second heist, which was getting Alina. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was like a whole episode long. So like, I get that. But like, oh, I But love I can't wait heist. for the ice court heist if that yes. was good. Because that's going to have even more or whatever. If it's not the ice yeah. court, it's the. I want to nope hear them talk pure, more about I don't know. I want to hear them talk more about uh, scheming face, though. Yeah. Well, we see it. We see it, but, but I feel like they don't but say But I can't it. wait till they actually vocalize it. Because oh, they do. He's got the scheming face. Yeah. 
I love that. And I love how everyone gets in on it. We do we do get a teeny bit of kind of a reference with Jesper, not insulting him, but like the whole like scene of like enough of it in the mirror when he's talking about um the Darkling being, you know, a man oh, yeah. with vengeance and Jesper's just like uh. Which is, okay, this is something I've wanted to talk about because it still confuses the daylights out of me. And I don't know if it was a slip or if we're going to touch base on it in season two. But when Jesper and when Kaz comes down from the P.E.K.K.A. ambush and and Jesper says, did he remember you? Yes. What does that mean? I don't know. And I, I would love to know. Is it's that, driving me bonkers because it's I want to know what Jesper knows. <laughs> yeah. Does he know anything? Or is it just like, did they have a mission with doing something to him a while back or whatever? Because otherwise it makes no sense because Pekka is not, I, I just, it's, it drives me insane. And I want to know if Jesper I'm, knows. There's, he, yeah. I doubt he knows about Jordy because that's such a huge plot point for them and their development yeah unless he said Pekka took everything from me maybe you know and kept it at that but I want to know and like even that is like they're I feel but like that, they're all so much closer in the show and I live right for that. but then when Inej says you've seen the way he looks when he talks about Pekka Rollins yeah so it's so like she, she doesn't does know, know anything but what does he know I don't know that scene were drive- they were they involved in something like, you know, Kaz and Jesper before Inez joined the crew that I don't know, they cause... did something against Pekka or like well, had a run with him? Says, did you what? Well, I mean, uh, Kaz asks if he's made a deal with him before. And he's like, no, I would have remembered. So I that one scene just confuses me a little bit. Yeah, hopefully we'll. But I still love that scene because they are so married in that scene. Still With the drinks. <laughs> and Jesper's just like, all I want is a drink. Involved with you two in the middle, I need a drink. I would need like 20 drinks. <laughs> I love them all so much. Yep. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's too good. It's too good. I want to, I'm just going to go start rereading now. You should. You should absolutely do that. I should too. And then we'll be back to talk about Crooked Kingdom since I accidentally keep slipping. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah. But I feel like they just flow so well together that it's so easy to slip up. So I love, like... They're just, they're such perfect books. I really hope the third one is as good. Are they definitely making a third? Yeah. I think Lee Bardugo is definitely on board with it. Has she said anything about this? Well, according to the way that. The way King of Scars. No. Rule of Wolves. Rule of Wolves ends. So. Yes, please. Please and thank you. Yep. So we'll be back. Yes, and Make I'm sure excited. On Twitter at Lady Geeks Pod. I don't think we had a Twitter when we. No, we did. Ignore me. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll we'll have more to say next week, even though we've had 45 minutes of conversation. Totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine. What's a little more? Yeah. Alrighty. 
Bye. Bye.